Blog Talk Radio. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton, aired right here on the ever-popular Blog Talk Radio Network. We just opened the show to the ingenious tunes of jazz musician John Porter. The song is titled, When the Sun Goes Down. We are so excited to be featured live globally right now. We want to welcome everyone to this national show for the entire community. Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton is programming for all of us. We're bringing an array of topics and discussions to the table. We aim to deliver thought-provoking discussions that will hopefully impact and shape lives in a positive and meaningful manner. Stay connected with the show and please share us with everyone. Today we have the gifted and very successful visual artist Aaron Reed is with us. This Artist of the Year will join us to discuss his success, his personal inspirations, and his take on the current art industry. We will also dig into why the arts matter in our communities. This show is for all art lovers or individuals simply wanting to know more about art, and hopefully this includes most of everyone. This is an in-depth conversation that will be informative and very worthy of your time. Text or message all of your friends and tell them to join the show right now. Art is the topic on Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. Knowledge is power, and sharing knowledge is even more powerful. Stay with us. Also, at the end of this show, we will put the spotlight on national recording artist and inspirational rapper Il Hustle. This motivational musician offers positive music for the entire community. Our featured song selection will certainly motivate, and there is no profanity in his featured song. All this and more on Let's Talk America. We have a jam-packed show today, so let's get it started. First up is Shout Out Corner Time. Shout Out Corner Time. This is a time where we briefly say hello and express acknowledgments to our loyal listeners and supporters worldwide. First up, hello to the Alumni Association of Valdosta State University in Georgia. Keep shining. Also, hello, Angela Jenkins of Atlanta, Georgia. You are a jewel. Thanks for keeping us tuned in. We appreciate all the positive feedback. Lastly, hello to the High Steppers Dance Troupe of Houston, Texas. Thanks for joining us on the show. We hear you all are doing some awesome things out there in Houston and keep the dancing going. We are just getting started. Do you want a shout-out from Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton? Do you want to tell the world about your favorite social club? Is your local church or sorority or fraternity having an upcoming event and you want the world to know about it? Share your good news with us. Simply email us at letstalkshana at gmail.com. Again, that's letstalkshana at gmail.com. Shana is spelled S-H-A-N-A. And I promise we will put your fantastic news on the air. Right now, we will go over our words of inspiration for today's show. This is a segment on the show where I provide quotations and statements I personally find profound. 
Today we have the famous visual artist Pablo Picasso, who once said, every child is an artist. The problem is how to remain an artist once we grow up. Again, the late great famous Pablo Picasso once said, every child is an artist. The problem is how to remain an artist once we grow up. True and beautiful words from Pablo Picasso. My take briefly on the statement, I think children have the amazing gift, if you will, to see the originality, the creativity, and the beauty in everything around us. And unfortunately, as time goes on and we progress as adults, we allow other distractions to take that away from us. Maybe it's paying bills, maybe it's deadlines or assignments, all the other obligations we end up having to take care of. But some reason or for somehow, adults lose that gift, but children keep it. May we all be inspired to find a way to get that gift back or to hold on to it, because creativity is very important in everyone's life, youth or adult alike. Thank you, Pablo Picasso, for the inspirational word. Art, art, art is the topic of today's show. Pablo Picasso's statement leads us right into our topic and our featured guest. First, let's learn a little more about the featured guest, Visual Artist of the Year, Aaron Reed. Aaron Reed is an inspirational self-taught artist from Albany, Georgia, of all places. Growing up, he was surrounded by art in his family home. The discovery of his artistic talent occurred in his senior year of high school. Aaron has a passion for art, and his work is full of feeling, inspiration, and texture. Aaron's artistic style is impressionism, realism, and abstract. His preferred mediums are prismacolor, pencils, and acrylic. Aaron gets his inspiration from his surroundings and other well-known artists, such as Thomas Kincaid, Picasso, William Tolliver, Paul Goodnight, Sidney Carter, and Roderick Vines, just to name a few. Listeners of Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton, please help me welcome the very gifted visual artist, Aaron Reed. Good morning, Eric. How are you today? Good morning, Shana. How you doing? I am ex- doing? I'm excellent. Thank you for joining us on the show. We're excited to have you. It's my honor and my pleasure to be here and um, definitely be here to answer any questions that you may have and also tell your listeners a little bit about me and, um, you know, you know, hopefully get everyone um, I'm going from there. So. Oh, thank you, Aaron. We're going to get right to it. Briefly tell our listeners about your path to becoming the well-known artist Aaron Reed? Well, um, basically we can start, um, tell you a little bit about me. Uh, my name's Aaron Reed. I'm from Albany, Georgia. I grew up there, played basketball. Um, from there, I pretty much discovered my talent my senior year in high school. I didn't even know that I can um, draw for the most part. Wow. I was a big athlete. Um, I was big on sports, so drawing was like, nowhere in my plans on what I wanted to do. And then from there, I uh, met Barbie Fisher. She was an art teacher at the time. And um, she said, okay, if you know how to draw, you need to take this very serious, and um, I'll let you in the class because I wanted to be an honor graduate. So okay. I went into that class, and she let me in. I'd end up um, winning uh, Best in Show. That wow. And ended up getting a scholarship to go to Valdosta State. Wow. And um, from there, I took that scholarship, uh, dropped out of art class, believe it or not, and decided to uh, go into marketing. Okay. And um, changed my major 
several times. I pretty much lost, didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, but I kept going right back to the art. And um, eventually, you know, God put me in, the, in, in, um, in a great situation, and here I am now for the most part. So that's kind of like a, 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 a brief story summed all the way up on how I got to where I am. And, um, and I pretty much go day by day, and whatever God brings me, that's what I take. You know, I'm intrigued, Erin, because I've met other visual artists out there, and they will say from day one they knew they loved crayons, they loved to color, they loved to draw other individuals, and they knew early on they had a gift, or their family members knew it. And you're telling us, Erin, that you didn't really discover your passion or your gift, should I say, for art until you were really late in the game until being a senior in high school, right? That is correct. That is correct. Wow. I mean, I tell a lot of people that, and they say, wow, you, you only just started drawing. I said, look, I took the class on accident because I just wanted to be an undergraduate, and they said, you can take advanced art instead of taking chemistry or calculus. Okay. I, knew I probably wouldn't make an A in that. Okay. <laughs> hey, you can just go in there and take art, draw it, and they give you an A. And I said, all right, sign me up. So wow. But you, but you see how things end up the way they should always be? Because obviously you weren't on that path as far as you saw it. You were on the path of being an athlete. You said you were a pretty good high school athlete. But you ended up where you needed to be, and thankful you did. We all are because you're very well known, especially in the Southeast and even on a national and international level, that you're now the gifted, award-winning, celebrated artist, Aaron Reed. Fascinating. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's and it's all on, you know, the the listeners. It's all on everyone that support me. I tell people all the time, I am nobody without someone actually, you know, admiring my art or even telling someone about my art or even purchasing my art. So I'm truly, truly blessed to be in a situation where I do it for a living. I do it every single day. Yes. Um, this is my ultimate passion. I mean, the number of hours that I work on a day-to-day basis, people probably wouldn't even believe how much I work. But um, I keep everything grounded to know how I get out here, and I don't never forget uh, where I came from for us in, in Albany. So. Mm. And, and fascinating in Albany, of all places, which is a beautiful town in Georgia for our national listeners. We have listeners all over, Aaron. It's interesting you said that being from Albany, you never forget where you come from. Tell us what inspires your art. And then I want you to piggyback that with who inspires your art. Okay, well, basically, uh, it's simple with me. Uh, what inspires my art, you know, a lot of artists have, you know, a different artist or so. Mine is pretty much life. Um, okay. Majority of my pieces that you'll see is basically dealing with, you know, capturing the moment. Whether you know it's a guy playing the piano, whether it's a father and son, mother and daughter, um, you know, piano man, and, and therefore, so everything that I capture, I feel like capturing the moment and telling the story is what most people can relate to, and that's what I want them having in their homes. And that's how they remember me for the most part. So um, for me, I think that that that's the main thing. Life inspires inspires my work. Mm-hmm. Um, and who inspires my art? My yeah. family. You know, my family is 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 very instrumental into the thought process on how I come up with everything as well. Wow. So I would definitely say on that. That's 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 the main portion for that. 
So, you know, and so I'm thinking, so you will say maybe traveling to Paris, France, or to uh, Madrid, Spain, but you're saying it's everyday mundane surroundings that really inspire the beautiful work that you produce for the world, right? Absolutely. It's just whether I'm going to, you know, Publix, just yeah. to see a couple sitting there and they're picking out what potato chips or Cheerios are going to buy. I mean, that's a drastic story, but... Um, just seeing their everyday life, seeing how they interact with each other, it really um, helps me in tune when I create different pieces where I go to a lounge or a bar and I see them order a drink, you know, when they relax from work. So those are the type of moments that I, uh, that I try to create. You'll see a father and son, you know, um, you know, walking down the, down the mall or something like that. And you see how they interact with each other. That's pretty much my way of, um, being able to capture life because I see it every day. Yeah. You get into your car and you drive and you go to the post office, anywhere, just anywhere you walk, life happens all around us. Wow. So that's so, what I try to capture. So human interaction and just life itself. Beautiful, Erin. Now, Erin, tell me this. I know you started painting or drawing in a, in a sense rather late in the game when you compare it to other contemporaries like yourself, meaning a senior in high school, 17 or 18 years old, which I'm sure wasn't that all that long ago for you. You're a young, gifted artist. But what was your very first painting? What was your very first painting? Well, my very first painting, uh, believe it or not, was a floral piece. It was called a lily. Okay. And, um, you know, that piece is basically still telling the story, even though it's, you know, I'm a big-time fisherman. I love being in water. Okay. I love nature. I love um, anything that that depicts on something growing from uh, um, uh, a small flower to bloom into a beautiful, you know, whatever it is. But the lilies in particular, I just took lily pads, and if you look at there's not one lily pad that's the same. There's going to be one that's, you know, look like it's dying. So I use that to represent someone that's, Maybe passing away, I could use one that's, uh, that's blooming. That's like a baby being born. Okay. So the whole circle of life evolves in, in, in humans and in nature. It all works the same. You know, we always got a new life coming in. We always have someone that may be ill. We always have someone that's very successful. We have someone trying to be successful. We also have someone that may not know exactly what they want to do and what path they want to yes. So um, that's pretty much that that painting in, in an elaborate form. Wow. But I was, you know, entitled for that. The lilies, a floral piece. Very interesting. Now, you are a well-known and celebrated artist who has traveled throughout the country. How would you rate the current art industry overall? Well, uh, right now I'll say that the art industry is doing great. Oh, wow. Um, the housing market in the art industry pretty much works hand in hand. Okay. So when the, the the housing market starts to rise, people start buying more houses, people buy more artwork. That's the first okay. thing they want to do. They want to decorate their home with furniture and art. Okay. So um, I would definitely say that everything is great right now. Oh, wow. And that's interesting. I guess I've never really thought about it. I'm familiar with real estate some, but you're saying in a sense when they're buying the new home, when they're buying the home that may be a traditional, beautiful, heritage, historical type home, and they're going in and envisioning their life in that home, art is often a part of it. Absolutely. You know, most people, when they buy a new home, they're either upgrading or sometimes downsizing. Yes. But they never want to bring anything old from the old place to the new place. Okay. New couches, 
you know, new furniture, and that that entitles new styles of art too. Wow. So, and as people grow and collect, they typically um, become more mature on what to pick on exactly, you know, they may buy more originals or they may, you know, work their way up into more contemporary or modern feel. Okay. So I think that over time when people first start buying and into 10 years after buying, their buying habits change. I see. They're growing in a sense, if you will. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Erin, I've got to ask this question, and I hope I don't put you in a pickle. Which artists do you consider to be your contemporaries? Tell us. Well, um, for me, as you know, I always say I'm definitely more of a self-taught artist. Okay. But I do have, um, I have mentors. I have, you know, artists that I, re- I respect as artists. Yeah. They do exactly what I do. But for, you know, one particular artist, um, you know, for his contemporary, I would say, you know, uh, I say Sidney Carter is my mentor. I don't know a lot of you guys, a lot of you all may know him, okay. but uh, he pretty much taught me everything that I know for the most part on shows and and um, and being able to make a living doing it. And okay. Yeah, I try to keep myself where I'm not around a lot of artists. That may sound bad, but I try to keep my particular style so different. And you tend to copy someone if you see someone doing very well. Okay. And you see what they're doing and they're selling. You might just paint. So I just try my best to stay in my own lane and create my own style so that way I'm totally different and unique from any other artist. But I do um, communicate and, and stay grounded in the market to know what's going on as well. I see. So would you prefer really to remain original? And that's an interesting way to look at it. I've never thought about that perspective. I guess if you do constantly surround yourself by the artist, you're saying that even if it's an unintentional or subconscious habit, you eventually will pick up and integrate some of their art style with your work? Well, I would say yes. If okay. you see a particular color that someone's using and you really like it and in your in your mind when you're painting you want to make that color so you might make that color if you see it all the time but um but typically every artist has their own style even if you try to copy or try to do anything you can't duplicate what they do and that's pretty much what i do i create something that 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 you know that is mine when you see it okay Definitely. And your work is very recognizable. I will certainly say that. And you have a beautiful gift, and certainly your work is. I really appreciate that. Oh, thank you, Erin. Erin, tell me, what's your favorite artistic piece in your current collection, and why? Favorite piece in my collection? I will say that's a very hard question right there. I will ask some hard questions from time to time. I'll say this. Not necessarily my favorite, because a lot of them are my favorite. Okay. But I'll say the most um, influential piece that I, that's really dear to me is probably Make Us Whole. I have a piece called Make Us Whole of a father and a child while they're looking up to God, um, asking them the best of the spirit, and why their bodies are being um, being um, blessed. God is blessing them too as well. So uh, actually why their bodies are being made whole, God is blessing them. Okay. And that was the beginning of my style where I leave something missing to the imagination. That was in 2003. I stumbled upon that style by basically not even 
finishing the piece and the client said, I absolutely love it the way it is. Yeah. Don't change nothing. I want that one. Wow. And when that person bought that piece, it let me know that, okay, maybe I have something that's totally different by not finishing everything using the actual, you know, the body and the, the negative space of the paper to actually bring the image together. And so um, that's pretty much where that style started. And when I did that, I um, just kind of ran with that style and I started creating things. I would say the masterpiece in my collection that's probably still to this day, still the top seller, is the Piano Man. Okay. And um, that piece is, um, you know, is, is very, very dear to me as well because that's when I really started selling a lot of pieces when I came out with the jazz collection. I see. I think Spirit of Jazz 1, Spirit of Jazz 2, you know, the Piano Man. All of those in that series and were created around 2006, 2007, those are timeless pieces. Those are pieces where I really, you know, uh, kind of perfected that style where it's like an abstract, realistic feel. Yes. And I do I see those two. I do see that some of your pieces, and, and to be honest, some of my favorite pieces of your artwork do include music, in particular jazz music. Is that fair to say that you enjoy incorporating jazz theme styles into your art? Absolutely, but you also see, you know, back in, um, I'd say 2007, 2008 is when I started uh, actually painting. Believe it or not, I didn't start painting until 2008. I didn't even wow. know how to use a paintbrush, mix any colors, or nothing. I wow. I colored pencils when I first started. Every piece I was created was colored pencils and on watercolor paper. And then um, from there, I started you know, incorporating different styles. Like I said, studying my art, I started growing as an artist on what's great art, what, you know, what actually is, you know, depth, showing depth, different values yeah. and color ranges. So once I started getting into that, I started learning how to paint. I see. But before that, pencil was your preferred medium, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. I love the information you're sharing with us about your career. What advice do you have for other aspiring artists? Now, you're an established gentleman. You, you're celebrated. You're critically acclaimed. People know you on an international level. But you can remember, I'm sure, when you said, how do I make a living out of this? How do I take my passion to the next level? What advice or guidance do you have for aspiring artists out there, Aaron Reed? Well, I would say the most, Shana, the, the most important thing is find your style, be you. Okay. Once you start copying other people and you start following, it's only a matter of time people are going to figure it out. So uh, it may take you a whole lot longer to find your niche, find your client, but once you find it and you know exactly what they want, then it should be easier for you. But um, diversify your portfolio as well. You know, they say that with the stock market and everything. Artwork, too. If you're an artist, you got to diversify. You know, you can't just paint, you know, one subject matter. Yeah. you got to have a mixture. So you'll see how I did a lot of jazz, but I did a lot of family. Yeah. Now I'm incorporating more love, more um, couples, Things like that, you know. Um, I just recently got married, you know, just a couple of years ago. Congratulations. You know, those those family-oriented, you know, subject matters, everyone wants that. Everyone wants, you know, to be loved. Everyone wants to have a great family, and everyone wants to have, you know, nice things in, in yeah. around their home. 
Absolutely. Awesome, awesome, awesome. As we begin to wrap up, Erin Reed, we aired a recent show about the importance of sharing information with youth. In your opinion, how relevant and important is art education with our youth in the communities and in the schools? As we begin to wrap up quickly. Absolutely. Well, I'll say that that's definitely uh, very important because, you know, art education, you know, that's basically going to give you a foundation on how, you know, the roads that you're driving on. Someone had to actually come up with exactly how the road is going to be mapped out. So it started as a kid to know exactly, okay, we got to go to class, we have to do this and do that, and therefore to, you know, uh, computers and everything. So the whole world is designed from art. Someone has to actually draw out the sketch in order to build it and to make it. So I think it's very, very important for the youth because they're basically our future. You know, this new technology with Facebook, that came from a younger adult because the older generation, they didn't know about that. So Mm. that's why it's very important. To stay relevant and teach our children, teach our children about art. Absolutely. Wow. This has been an awesome conversation. We're going to have to have you back on Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. Before we get out of here, artist Aaron Reed, tell our listeners how they can learn more about you and your art. Well, I'll tell you, the um, best way to learn about me, you can visit my website. It's uh, artbyarenreed.com. Okay. You also can go on Facebook, too. You know, like us on Facebook. You know, it's basically facebook.com backslash artbyarenreed. I'm pretty sure you can find us on that, too. And also we have a Tumblr, too, and that is com. And also, too, if you just... Want any um, information? You can also email me okay. at Aaron Reed at artbyaaronreed.com. And I'll spell it out real quick. A A R O N R E E D at A R T B Y A A R O N R E E D.com. You can ask any questions on pricing or anything. Also, you can visit my gallery if you're in the Atlanta area. We have a gallery in Conyers, Georgia, and that address is, uh, I'll give you the phone number. Okay. 770-761-0905, and the address is 984 South Main Street. That's Northeast, Conyers, Georgia, 30012. And I'm looking forward to talking to you all. Awesome. Answering any questions and also getting one of my pieces into your home. Yes, Aaron. I'm sure you're going to hear from our listeners because, of course, we're worldwide listeners. But you have a gift, and they truly will be astounded by your art collection. Thank you for visiting and dropping out and joining us here on Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. We hope to see you and have you on again. Thanks, Aaron Reed. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Anna. Thank you. Bye-bye. Awesome conversation with visual artist Erin Reed. Stay tuned in, everyone. All shows will now be aired live on Tuesday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Tuesday nights now belong to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. More hot and relevant topics to come. Check out our upcoming show schedule at www.blogtalkradio.com slash Shana Thornton. Again, email all comments, feedback, and future show topics to letstalkshana at gmail.com. Stay connected, stay informed, simply stay empowered. Until next time, America, let's talk. 
All content original, copyright 2013 by Shayna Thornton. Before we get out of here officially, we are going to close out the show with spotlighting inspirational rapper L. Hustle. Rapper L. Hustle is the CEO of One Mind Music Group, LLC. He is out of Detroit, Michigan, and his latest single is so hot right now. It is titled, I Made It. I Made It will take us home. L. Hustle, the spotlight is on you. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Until next time. Focused on the bigger pictures, dreams, confident. Just do with me, man. Let's go. It's hustle. I put my head to the sky because I'm chilling. I'm focused on my rhymes and skills because I'm winning. Ain't nobody give me nothing. Man, I had to take it. I stepped out on faith and homie, I made it. Home, I'm a room five. I'm so faded. Them haters jawjacking because they hate it. I told myself I never live this way again. I'm playing my position so I can always win. Every day I gotta live in paradise. I'm screaming when mine, cause that's the way of life. I thank God for blessing me with the whole armor. Matter of fact, I'm thanking God for my mama. Cause she raised me right so I can take a chance. Now I'm living my dreams, plus I'm a better man. I'm a CEO and a family man. I thank God for my life, I know we had a plan. You should call me Mr. LeBron James. The way you cross over it, lay fade in the game. I made it. If I don't work, then I don't eat I understand this game, it got principles So understand my dreams, they ain't invisible I could have stayed in the streets, I had a lot of plugs But I wanted to change, I was never a thug I refused to sell my soul just to get some cars And catch a felony case living behind bars I got dreams and goals and aspirations So do me a favor and keep haters Cause I'm on top and I will never stop I look forward to being rich and I push the clock Traveling around the world while I'm doing tours Got brothers and maids doing all my tours Chilling with my family in paradise Sitting by the water, praising God for life You should call me Mr. LeBron James The way you cross over it, lane, fading the game